Hi, and welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, the CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. This week, we are talking about spicing up your kidney diet and basically not with salt. I want to talk to you about ways that you can improve the flavor of your foods without adding more salt. Whether you're on a pre-dialysis diet or a dialysis diet, you need to reduce the salt in your diet and it certainly doesn't hurt to reduce the salt in your family's diet either to prevent them from developing heart problems or improving their health. This episode is being published on January 15th, 2014, and you can find the information and the links that I talk about in this episode at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 004 on our website. You can also find us in iTunes, and I'll put the link in the show notes for you to find and subscribe. And this week, we just got accepted to Stitcher Radio, so you'll also find a link to Stitcher Radio. And Stitcher is an app as well as a something that you can get in your car. And so if you like to listen to the podcast and you want to listen to it on Stitcher, you can find our radio show there. Any comments will be appreciated, and you can send them to podcast at renaldiethq.com. So, on with the show. This week, um, I want to talk about salt in your diet. And And I know salt's kind of, everybody knows you shouldn't eat too much salt, but really it's very insidious in our American diet. It's everywhere. It seems to be in all different kinds of places that you wouldn't expect. One of the best ways to lower salt in your diet is to do several things. You can wash your breakfast meats. You can make more of your foods and snacks at home and take them with you. And you can change some of the spices that you use so that you have better choices and better flavor without that salt flavor. Now, if you've been eating salt your whole life, you're pretty used to that flavor, so it might be a little bit hard to get rid of, but I want to encourage you to work through the time that you have to to get that adjustment done. First of all, at breakfast, you have a lot of salty breakfast type meats. So everybody needs protein, and whether you're pre-dialysis or dialysis, you need some protein. The problem comes because things that you eat for breakfast are typically pork. Not you, but we eat for breakfast are typically pork, and they're cured or salty type meats like bacon, ham, sausage, and then there's cheese that we like to put on everything like eggs. So you start out with a salty breakfast meat. Now, where can you get protein? 
besides those items. Protein is needed because you have to replenish and repair your body and even when you're on a pre-dialysis diet you don't completely eliminate protein you just need a lower amount of it. Some of the things you can have is some almonds or nuts in a small amount. The reason why you want to have a little bit of protein is it helps to stabilize your appetite. So it's going to add to your basically you you don't feel hungry as quickly it takes your body a little bit longer to break it down now if you're on dialysis you need a little more protein than somebody who's pre-dialysis so you want to look for things like almonds or nuts or peanut butter you also can eat eggs and I'm working on the dialysis cookbook right now and what you'll find when you get the dialysis breakfast cookbook is that it has a lot of eggs in it because that's a very easy low sodium but protein packed meal that you can have on dialysis and there are some really good recipes in there so I'll just warn you now you're gonna really really love it and we will have some free recipes on the blog you'll be able to go to um, renaldiethq.com and see some of the recipes that we're going to have available but for now, anyway, I'll get back to the podcast. Another thing that I would encourage you to do in addition to the protein is to add some fat instead of um, salt. So what you're trying to do is get the flavor and fat is oil or butter is going to keep you from getting hungry as quickly as well. So it's going to extend that amount of time and, and you're not going to be wanting to eat right after breakfast you want to watch out and make sure that you're using a low saturated fat product something that's going to be like a liquid at room temperature if you're not diabetic and you can eat a little bit more of the whole grains or even just plain white bread but you want to put dip it in a little oil or put a little bit of the um, softer margarine on it if you can put some carbs in your breakfast but with a little bit of fat and a little bit of um, protein that would be healthy for you to do or something like tortilla tortillas um, putting a little butter on tortilla and having that at breakfast that's warm that makes a really good meal but breakfast is a meal that we usually start out with a lot of sodium so make sure that you're watching what you're eating at that meal another meal or another way we get additional salt in our diet is eating out and our foods and our snacks kinda not planning ahead so recipes can be very helpful and maybe you don't cook or you don't think you cook but there's lots of recipes that are easy quick to make there's a few on the blog there's gonna be more in the future but cookbooks that are specially made for dialysis or pre-dialysis can be helpful and can have quick um, put together meals but salt is important in some foods some foods you need to have salt in order to make the chemical reaction that happens to make the yeast rise or whatever happen but you don't always need as much as the recipe calls for so you might want to experiment with that a little bit and, and in some recipes salts just added for flavor 
So if you're making, I used to do this, my, my grandmother would do this all the time when we were growing up. She would make corn on the stove and, um, she would just put a whole stick of butter in, in the corn when she was cooking it. And that added fat and I didn't need fat at the time. And so, but it also kind of didn't add enough flavor that I didn't want to add some butter when it got to the table. So she added some fat at the while she was cooking it, and then we went to the table and we put more fat and more salt on it. So it didn't, you could just eliminate that step of adding the butter and just add it at the table, and you're not, you're going to still get the flavor that you want. So what you might think about doing is, taking out the salt from the recipes or reducing the amount of salt in the recipes a little bit at a time. You want to look at those foods in your recipes that are high sodium, high potassium, high phosphorus foods. Now milk and nuts are going to be high phosphorus foods. Milk, a lot of people do the non-dairy creamer or uh, rice milks and those are lower phosphorus. Your dark colored colas are going to be high phosphorus foods. Um, but ice cream, peanut butter, and I know I said to have peanut butter at breakfast for protein, but I'm not talking about eating tons of it. It's just a reasonable amount and you can add that as a little bit of protein instead of salty foods. You've got your ketchup that can be high sodium, canned soups that are high sodium. A good example of something that you can reduce the sodium in is ramen noodles. So you don't have to put the whole packet that comes in the ramen noodles in the water when you're making them. You can use less of the packet. Now it's very salty and it's certainly not recommended that you make ramen noodles very often, but that's one way you can cut back on the amount of salt that you're getting. You also have the deli meats and you want to choose the lower sodium deli meats that are in the case. You want to look at high potassium foods can be your potatoes, your tomatoes, your oranges, cantaloupe, bananas. Those are high potassium foods. doesn't mean you can't have them at all. It just means you have to be aware and you don't want to eat too much. Um, you want to be cautious with those. So looking at snacks, some of the things you might want to do is find some things that you can take along with you to have instead of having to get them while you're out. If you're at dialysis and you're done with dialysis, you may find that you're able to take a bag of popcorn and pop it right before you leave to eat in the car on the way home if you're hungry. You can bring apples, you can bring um, pears, you could bring some canned fruit in the little containers and eat a pineapples or um, other canned fruits that you really like that would be a good snack. Just don't feel like you're out of control or you can't control what you eat. You have control over it. Finally, I want to talk about spices, and I got a good question this week from one of my um, readers who asked me about Mrs. Dash doesn't cook, cut it, I need to reduce the salt in my diet, 
and wanting to know what goes with what item and I'm not an expert on spices but I will say that I use lemon and lime on everything one of my favorite things to make is cilantro lime rice and rice is very good for you if you're on a dialysis or pre-dialysis diet when I was growing up also we would make which I don't ever see people make anymore must be I'm from Kansas so it must be one of those things but we would make a bowl of rice and we would put milk in it and a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cinnamon and we would eat rice for breakfast so instead of having a like an oatmeal or cream of wheat or something we would also have rice for breakfast sometimes people um, make rice and put I like to put a little bit of butter in it or a little bit of oil um, depending on on how warm I eat it and then a little bit of lemon so not too much butter but squeeze of lemon on there and it is so good I love that and I like to put a little squeeze of lemon in my um, drinks as well but water add a little lemon to the water um, so lemon pepper on your items if you make chicken what you might want to do is pound your chicken out a little bit and use some marinade and one of the things you can do to marinate is use a little bit of oil and vinegar shake it up and put a little herb dress a little bit of herbs in there like the Mrs. Dash and make it sit in there or freeze it within the package so if you pound it kind of thin and you put it in the package then you freeze that for another day you can have that and eat it later and when you take it out and you thaw it in your refrigerator for a day it's going to have that penetrated flavor you can use vinegar vinegar comes in balsamic or apple cider or white vinegar flavorings and it really they all have a little different flavor but I just I love vinegar I think it's delicious and you put a little bit of oil and a good amount of vinegar on your meal and on your salad and it's delicious use a little bit of some um, spice if you want but oil or garlic for breads so mix a little bit of garlic in some oil and shake it up and then use it to dip your bread in and get a little bit of oil from there instead of using salty dressings um, and then again marinate your meat before the meals and put them in the freezer if you plan ahead a little using a meal plan is always something I'm gonna recommend but most people don't take that moment to do that and it can really help you to lower the salt because you're prepared and you're ready so to kinda recap what I talked about today I talked about um, the breakfast meal and not eating the salty breakfast meats but eating a little bit more protein and a, a little bit of um, nuts or eggs and some fat I talked about eating better snacks and I talked about using some spices so I um, appreciate you listening and I appreciate you being a loyal listener or subscriber today's episode you can find at renaldiethq.com forward slash 004 and next week I am going to talk about how food additives um, can contribute to salt and phosphorus so I'm going to talk about some specific 
food additives that are in recipes that you need to look for because they can add sodium and phosphorus to your meal that without even realizing it and and that can be harmful to people with dialysis or even with prediolysis so thanks again and have a good evening